Section 58 of Frontier Humour in Verse, Prose and Picture. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Frontier Humour in Verse, Prose and Picture by Palmer Cox. Hunting with a Vengeance that man received his charge from me shakespeare my friend butcher gale has been quail hunting under difficulties his case is a sad one and as i feel in somewhat of a rhyming mood at present i will invoke the gods and with eyes in fine frenzy rolling proceed to state his case in verse come leave your hogs said lawyer boggs to red-faced butcher gale we'll take a day across the bay and slather lots of quail soon guns were gone and bags of shot with powder wads and caps and up the canyons dry and hot tramped those two city chaps old lawyer boggs had borrowed dogs well worth their weight in gold the setter had a double nose, and it of her was told that she could scent two different ways as easy as you please, while one nose smelled along the ground, the other sniffed the trees. The pointer had peculiar traits, his power of scent was small, but if he saw three birds at once, he pointed at them all for while his nose would indicate where one poor piper sat his tail straight as a marlin spike would point another at then if a third one raised its head preparing for the air that dog would balance on three legs and aim the other there with such a pair the quick to scare and then retrieve the dead the hunter's sole remaining care was how to scatter lead they traversed gorge and gully low and many a slippery height and though their feet did heavier grow their game bags still were light while roving o'er the mountain side it seemed that every quail within the country limits wide was piping in the vale but when they would forsake the hills and in the valleys dive it seemed as if the heights around with bevies were alive boggs had one fault from childhood brought more marked with age it grew he never failed to shut both eyes whilst he the trigger drew this plan might do if led he through at barns or target rings but frightened quail when turning tail are visionary things and let him sight quick as he might space still would grow between and bang would go the shower of woe just where the bird had been tis said those knowing canines knew while men were taking aim whether or not twould be their lot to gather in some game so when they saw bog shut both eyes whene'er the piece he fired they dropped upon their hams and howled and from the hunt retired and he as soon could stir a stump to walk upon its roots as from a sitting posture coax the two disgruntled brutes 
wide was their aim and wild the game and when such facts do yoke there's many a shot goes off i wot brings nothing but the poke the grains were sown the fields were mown the crops proved rather thin oft was the raking summons thrown but slow the heads came in at last while gale just in advance was clambering o'er some logs he got a charge of shot by chance from the excited bogs then was there rustling there a spell and as you may suppose from out the shaking chaparral linked oaths profusely rose boggs dropped his gun and forward run with apprehension bleached and his poor lame excuse begun when he the butcher reached a splendid shot i quite forgot precisely where you stood the birds flew fast were nearly past behind the screen of wood i must let go or lose a show of bagging three or four and in my mind you were behind until i heard you roar he cursed the logs and kicked the dogs and wished the quail on toast but that did not take out the shot which then was needed most the doctors who had dressed his wounds have to his friends declared that though he is a sorry sight his sight is not impaired there is a moral this within and shape the times to suit but lest it should appear too thin here's this advice to boot ne'er venture on a hunting cruise with any green galoot who shuts both eyes whene'er he tries a flitting game to shoot end of section fifty eight recording by alan mapstone